Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tuesday, yes. Double check. Here the why. Yep, Tuesday. I'm excited. Yesterday was so nice. We get another beautiful day today. Oh. I, I thought I was totally 100% ready for fall. There might be a little piece of me that kind of digs this end of summer hanging on for a little bit longer. I just don't want to give up the ability to wear shorts to work. I feel not like, pants, man. Not like, you know, just, it, it, no, it doesn't feel as good coming back. You know, I tried some last week when it got a little cooler and I'm like, this is not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> need, need a little draft. I get that. I guess or that or it's just got to be cold enough to really make me want to be warmer. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens. I'm going to enjoy this last week of summer big time. Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place. It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7. This is awesome news for Swifty fans. Taylor Swift is set to share her industry expertise as what they're calling a mega mentor on the upcoming season of The Voice. This is really, really exciting stuff. She is going to be joining, obviously, judges like Kelly Clarkson, or coaches Kelly Clarkson, John Legend, Blake Shelton, and Gwen Stefani, who are all returning for season 17. And she is going to prepare artists for the knockout rounds. Uh, This should start airing late October. How sweet is that? How often do you get a star as big as Taylor Swift on the show? Well, I actually forgot about this. She was on The Voice back in season 7, which was 2014. Oh, so she, she was popped just as in, big then, yeah. Well, right, but just popped in for a little bit. This sounds like it's going to be a much longer engagement with the show. What was I else? Did I see Darius Rucker? I think he's going to be uh, the mentor for Team Blake. Did I see? Mm. Should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you are interested in this, an interesting collaboration we've just learned about Kanye West working with Kenny G. <laughs> this- That's. It's payback for the Valentine's Day this thing, right? This is real life. Of course, you do remember Kanye hired Kenny to play in his home on Valentine's Day as a surprise for Kim. Kenny says, quote, Since then, we've actually been in the studio working on some music together. Says, I can't really say much else because Kanye doesn't really want anyone to talk about music before he releases it. But said, suffice to say, we're collaborating on some things and nobody knows what's going to happen. All right. I don't know for sure what Kanye and Kenny G will sound like, but I'm just going to go ahead and play two of their songs at the same time and see Ah. see if we can get a small dose. This is Champagne from Kenny G mixed with Cold from Kanye. You ready for it? Uh Uh-huh. We should go louder here because it doesn't sound right. That's not bad. I was waiting for Kanye. There was a DJ Khaled in here supposed to go, Kanye West. It was, I mean, the first five seconds weren't that much of a train wreck uh, after that. Yeah, after that, it didn't really go together. Interesting. <laughs> now, lots of people sad. Netflix, of course, is going to lose The Office and Friends, but they've secured a major show to help make up for it just acquiring worldwide rights to Seinfeld. This is major. Amazon or, uh, Netflix was up against Hulu, Amazon, CBS All Access, streaming platforms that wanted this. They paid half a billion dollars in a five-year deal. It is going to start streaming in 2021. $100 million per year mm-hmm. to air the show. Seinfeld, yeah. I mean, again, we've talked about this before. 
I'm not really a mathematically inclined person. I don't <laughs> understand how Netflix is doing this because I'm still only paying like $11.99 a month or something like that. But you know what? To have Seinfeld on Netflix is a pretty big deal. Schmitty's actually still on the $4.99 a month plan where they have DVDs just sent back and forth through her house. That's the only thing she has. Well, it's like every three to. days. It's super convenient. <laughs> uh, all your celeb scoop online at westmichiganstar.com. Half a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm it's right. Massive. I'm right there with you. I hope. Hope George and Kramer are getting a little bit of that cash. It's not mm. all just Jerry. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. Failing his parents and talking about it. Weekday mornings at 6. Star 105.7. And I know what you're thinking. Right now, you're like, man, I can't wait for Christmas to get here. That's what everybody's thinking, right, We're Schmitty? like, what? We are less than 100 <laughs> days away now. We're at 99 days. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, slipping yep. in there pretty close. Double I digits. Like, I like that. With your math skills, I can't believe it's you figured that out It's so only uh, because we tweeted that out yesterday that it was 100 days. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, that makes sense. All right. So, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Obviously, nobody's ready for Christmas yet. I got to think about Halloween and Thanksgiving. And uh, how about one last week of summer? Let's really not jump the gun yet. However, you did tell me that somebody is about to drop the worst flavor of oh, candy canes oh. I could think of until I googled what the worst flavors of candy canes actually are, Schmitty. Sir, already dropped them. Okay. Uh, this is a toy and candy company called Archie McPhee, and they've just announced the headliner of their candy canes this year is kale flavored. But here's the deal. Does kale That's, taste like anything? I don't mind kale. I had deep fried kale once. Well, you deep fry just about anything. That's that's. I take healthy things and do the opposite. That is an oxymoron of a food item if I've ever heard one. But here's what gets me. The kale-flavored candy canes are green and white stripes, so they look just like the regular spearmint ones. Oh, that's a trap. So the terrible older sister in me wants to stock the heck out of my brother's stockings with this. Well, you could uh, you could do it with some other flavors too. Although they would not look quite as festive as the green and white kale, I will give you that. But there are actually uh, gravy flavored candy okay. canes. There are gravy. How about uh, coffee? Oh, that actually sounds like it could be really good. If it was mint too, I would like it to be mint coffee. I don't know. I could just take the black coffee candy cane. How about bacon? No, wouldn't uh, wouldn't do bacon. A nice little salty snack. You wouldn't you wouldn't go for that. No, remember I hate bacon and people hate me for it. Oh yeah, now put put me in that yeah. list for sure. Yeah. Uh, pumpkin pie, which makes sense. Mm. Birthday cake, also yeah, that makes good. sense for everything. This is the last one though, and this might actually work with the whole green and white thing to fool your brothers. Wasabi. <gasps> My husband would love a wasabi candy cane. Who sells these? Uh this is. Actually made. Let me see here. Why do you guys always hit me with questions? Well, because because this Archie McPhee has a bunch of flavors too, like pizza and ham. That's ham. Ham candy canes sound gross. I did just talk about. uh, I did just talk about bacon, so I don't know if I'm too far (laughs) off from ham right there. Bacon seems more normal than ham. Like if I'm bitten or sucked on a ham candy cane, I might unfriend that person. So you told me to figure out what company does this. It's all actually sorts of different companies. The bacon one is actually just called Old Fashioned Bacon Candy Canes, as if back in the day, <laughs> people were sucking down bacon candy canes. The days of yore. You know, old, back in my day, they didn't even have mint candy canes. We either had bacon or ham. <laughs> all they Take could do choice. was raise the pigs and make the candy canes. What Salt- a weird rabbit hole we've gone down with it, candy canes. It's Christmas. It's all about salted meats, kids. I had no idea. <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. Schmitty, would it surprise you if I told you my good news today involved football? 
Yeah, it would absolutely <laughs> surprise me about you. <laughs> I never do things about football. All right. Uh, this one's actually more about charity than it is about football. This is really cool. ESPN's College Game Day. You know how they always hold up the signs? Yeah. I always love reading the signs. It's They're actually so good. one of my favorite parts about College Game Day. But they were in Ames, Iowa this past weekend for the big Iowa-Iowa State game. And there was uh, a ton of fans in the background, like always, holding up signs. But this guy named Carson King just held up a sign that said, Bush Light Supply Needs Replenished. <laughs> Oh, the bush latte. I like that he, I was going to say, I love that he's using the most stereotypical college yes. broke person beer. I mean, it's such a deal. To describe, you can't really beat it. Bush light supply needs replenished. Uh, then he actually listed his personal information so that people could Venmo cash to him. It's a bit risky. It's a bold move. While well, it worked, actually within just a few minutes, he had hundreds of dollars in his account by Monday. It was up over five grand. No. That's a lot of bush light right there. <laughs> There's a lot of bush light. Instead of keeping the money, though, this college kid's pretty cool. He is donating it. He actually called into a local radio station, said he's going to buy one case of beer with the cash. It'll be one big case of beer, I have a feeling. But the rest is going to the University of Iowa's Children's Hospital, oh. which is really cool. And at the University of Iowa, I'm just throwing this in because it's the only thing I like about the University of Iowa's football team. Wow. Is that once a game... You can see the uh, you can see the children's hospital from the stadium and vice versa. The children oh, can right. actually see the stadium. So at one point during every home game, all the fans in Hawkeye uh, in Iowa Stadium there they turn to the children's hospital and they wave to the kids. That's really cool. It reminds me of Project Nightlights, but okay, I, Iowa, I guess you're fine. I love that. That you is can, really. Cool. We won't hate you too hard in the Big Ten. So Carson King, man, way to go on the on the sign for game day. Like, does that work? Because I also like would. Love my water bill paid. Need student loans paid off. About to get into the season of heat bills. Send me cash. <laughs> my good news is awesome. I'm so excited about this. We have a very tight knit group of friends, and one of my friends, Blake, actually moved for a job, man, like three years ago, I think, in California. Right. He's been on the West Coast, and it's hard because we're we're very much like family. And he came home over the weekend and told all of us yesterday. He just got a job in Grand Rapids. No So kidding. he's moving home. Whoa. Yeah, we're all really excited. I think it just got, he loves the job and he really wanted to just kind of get that out of his system and do some traveling. But I think it, you know, hurt a little bit when we would send him pictures of us all doing stuff together. And it we all have to. kids now. So he is coming back and I'm just really excited about it. And his partner is here too. So he's really excited. It's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I'm glad that they're back. He's probably going to regret it when it comes winter time, but uh, outside I of asked that, him, like, so when do you think he goes? Probably beginning of November. I go, <laughs> rough, rough move. Yeah, that's uh, that's not going to be as pleasant as he thinks it will in his head. <laughs> no. Those warm and cheery uh, thoughts are all you're going to have to keep <laughs> yeah. you warm. Congratulations on that. Yeah. All right, let's hit the line. We've got uh, Marie from Hudsonville on here. What's making you feel good today, Marie? Um, so my fiance and I were going back and forth a lot about our first uh, dance yeah. at our Ooh. wedding. And we finally agreed on a song. <laughs> nice. All right, so what did you guys pick? It's going to be Senorita. Ooh, <laughs> love that. It's very romantic. Yes, it's just so sensual and romantic and beautiful. Yes, so we both like it. We agreed. And that and you know, just like Schmidt, you just want to imagine yourself getting married to Shawn Mendes. <sighs> I see what it is. Congrats on finally picking the song, though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So when's the big day? Thank you. It's a month and a half. So we were getting close. Yeah, very close. Month and a half away. The song is the biggest thing. Eh, the food's the biggest thing, Spenny. <laughs> Let's be real. Says every man ever. Feeling good. Brought to you by Kellogg Community Credit Union. They are serving all of West Michigan and would love to serve you today. Back in the day.
All right, let's go back in the day, Schmitty. <laughs> You're laughing at me. All right. Uh, it is September 17th, so I am going to take this one back, Schmitty, to 1972. Ooh. A very big, influential show started on television. You ready for it? Yeah. See if you can guess it just from the theme song. Oh, man. MASH? MASH. MASH actually began on this day in 1972, adapted, of course, from the movie, starring Alan Alda, Loretta Swit, and Wayne Rogers. It debuted on CBS today. I didn't know it was a movie. Yeah. Still one of the most watched series finales of all time, isn't it? What does Netflix get to pay to get this on the oh. Dude, I gotta tell you, my mom is obsessed with MASH. Really? Oh. To this day? Like, cozy TV, one of those basic cable, antenna cable channels, it's on there, and she'll be like, oh, Red MASH is on! She loves it. Loves it. TCM all the time. Just just watching it. it. I like it. What do you got for us? September 17th, 1996. Oprah launches her influential book club. Man, there are a whole lot of authors who are very appreciative of that, aren't there? And that's one of the first things listed. The uh, New York Times bestseller list said the majority of that that year was all due to Oprah. The very first one she announced, The Deep End of the Ocean by Jacqueline Mitchard. Wow, I like it when you say it like that. It makes me want to read it. Do you think Oprah said it like that? Probably. (laughs) Or she was like, you get a deep end of the ocean. You get a deep end of the ocean. (laughs) Well played. All right, celebrity birthdays. Not a lot today. Uh, Baz Luhrmann. You know who Baz Luhrmann is? Uh, Director, yeah. Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's 57 years old and Elvira. Yes, Elvira. Cassandra Peterson is her real name. Uh, El- Elvira, you know, like the Transylvania woman. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Halloween, yeah. Elvira. Apparently, she's only 68. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. On your way to work, school, or someplace you actually want to be. Ride with us. Each morning starting at 6. Star 105.7. Schmitty got a friend. What? How old did you say her uh, her child was? First grade? Uh, yeah, her son's in first grade. So same age as my, uh, my daughter, Charlie. Oh, that's great. So yeah. you might have some insight on this, too. We have another friend in our group who's a teacher, and last night uh, she actually sent us, we've got this little group chat, she said, you know, I've got, I've got to ask you guys something, especially friends of ours that have older kids. She said, is this a usual amount of homework for a first grader? I'm not going to see what school district it is that he goes to, but he had homework, because I'm looking through the conversation right now, in five different subjects last night. He had reading, math, science, looks like it's a social studies and then some kind of art homework as well. Okay, all so due before Thursday. Let me just tell you that I don't think first graders in social studies mix very much at all. Like, ask a first grader what social social means. Most of them are not going to tell you. <laughs> right, right. But it was interesting. She had it just all laid out, organized across her dining room table. There was a ton of work. She said, we probably are looking at at least a couple hours worth Whoa. of work tonight. For a first grader, and I have an 18-month-old, that's it. I haven't had the school experience yet with a kid, but that seems insane to me. That's a lot. My wife was uh, actually a first-grade teacher just last year. She's third grade this year, but uh, for first grade, that's nuts. My daughter so far has had 
um, a little bit of homework, but it's mostly been math oriented or spelling. Um, and it's only been for maybe maybe 10 to 20 minutes worth of work at all. Like do the next day or because yes, so do the next day. our teacher friend reached back out and said, well, is this stuff that's all due or is it just kind of, hey, work on flashcards, do some addition yeah. and subtraction. Practice this at home. Right. It's not really, you know, it's not really she homework. She said, no, this is all due either tomorrow or they might have a couple days. There was some kind of big project that she's like, I'm going to have to help them with. So this is more, you know, it's, it's work for the parents <laughs> versus just the kid. Always like the first grade project where the parent has to do the majority, the majority of, of the you'll work. Build a solar system. How mad are you when you get a B? Yeah. Your kid comes up with a B. Hey. I worked for six hours on this. Are you kidding me? This is A work if I've ever seen it. I've had 30 some years of life on this earth. I should know where Mercury is. Um, but I just thought that we're what, two weeks into school? Yeah. Her son's been in school, yeah, right after Labor Day. I think that is so wild to me. And I was wondering, is this a thing everywhere? Like, are you seeing that your kid is coming home with tons of homework, especially younger, like elementary school? Because she brought up that a lot of other parents in this district are starting to talk about it. Going, this has become an every afternoon thing. They come home with school. Their book bag is loaded up with stuff that they have to get done for the next day. All right. Your kids are two weeks into school. How much homework are they getting? 616-458-1057. That's 616-458-1057. Here's the deal. I just looked up the National Parent Teacher Association. Oh, this sounds pretty uh, authoritative, right? Absolutely. They have a 10-minute rule, and this is what they believe. Children should have no more than 10 minutes of homework each day for each grade reached, which means in first grade, they should get about 10 minutes of homework per night, second grade, 20 minutes, third grade, 30 minutes, so on and so okay. forth. I personally think after fifth grade, when you get into like the sixth grade classes where you're leaving your room most of the time, you have like you know five mm-hmm. or six different classes every day. Doesn't matter how many classes you have. This goes right up through high school to me. I don't think any kid should have more than two hours of homework per night. I mean, then you mix extracurriculars in. I don't know exactly. if we have some teachers listening right now. I would love to hear from you. How much homework are you giving your kids? Is there a reason that more homework is a beneficial thing? Yeah, I can't. I can't I, I'm see not it. a teacher, but I would love to know that. There's less resource. I mean, there's less recess these days for kids who are younger. I mean, I feel like they're in the classroom a whole lot more. They're studying for all their standardized tests. I just think that uh, you gotta chill on the homework. Every every year, I feel like there's new studies that say. Less homework is more beneficial if kids are actually out doing things instead of, you know, playing Fortnite. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. Start your day feeling good. No. No. Or at least caffeinated. Coffee! I need coffee! Wake up with us each morning at 6. Star 105.7. was overwhelmed with how much homework her first grader was getting yeah. in just, you know, the first couple of weeks mm-hmm. of school. And so uh, we weren't sure whether how normal that was. Francis, what do you think? How much homework should a kid get? That depends on the age. Yeah, it definitely depends on the age. What do you think about Schmitty's friend who has a first grader? First grade? They should get approximately 10 minutes. Okay, so you you like the 10-minute rule. Right. That's 10 minutes for first graders, and then for every grade after that, you just move up 10 more minutes. That's basically what the National Parent-Teacher Association says there, Schmitty. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Francis. Jack, how much homework is your child getting? Good morning, uh, guys. Good morning. Uh, my son is uh, going his third year to Montessori school okay. um, here in Grand Rapids, and they don't get homework. You know, Montessori is a kind of a different method that uh, my kids actually did that when they were in daycare, and it's, it's more of a hands-on learning environment, right? Yeah, yeah their test scores are some of the top for Grand Rapids, and they don't get any homework. They don't get homework at all, no matter what the grade level? No, this is his third year in elementary, and they've not had any homework yet. You think, is it working for you guys? Do you still see him learning the same, improving the same, moving along? Um, he's actually um, coming out a grade ahead of his, um, where he's actually at in school. Wow. 
I wonder how many kids are in the car with their parents right now going like, Mom, Dad, I need to go to Montessori school. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been a really good school. This is his third year, and, and he's got, uh, this will be his last year here because uh, he'll be going to sixth grade next year, and he wants to go to the John Ball Zoo School. Ooh. Yeah, I've heard good things. I didn't even know that was a, a thing here in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was always told by teachers I belonged at a zoo. Never thought that that was an option for actually educating yourself. So cool. Well, they only have the, the zoo school for sixth graders. It's one one year. Um, so that's a pretty pretty neat school. He wants to be a vet. Uh, congrats to your son for uh, being ahead, and congrats to you for not having to deal with any homework at all. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, thanks, guys. All right, let's grab one more call here. Hi, who's this? Hi, I'm a third grade teacher, and I was just listening about your homework. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, please. Let us know what you think about this. Yeah, so I actually do assign homework, but I feel like I do it in a pretty fair way. So I send home a short assignment of math and a short assignment of reading, like one-pagers on Monday. And then they're not due back until Thursday. And then I feel like that kind of gives families some flexibility if they have busy schedules, you know, okay. it shouldn't be overwhelming, but it kind of gives them a little practice and a little bit of responsibility of getting things back and hopefully keeps parents in the loop of what we're doing, too. So I like that. I mean, that does give you a lot of flexibility because if there's one thing that it seems like my kids have all the time, it's extra stuff, whether it's, you know, gymnastics class, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. ninja warrior class. I mean, it seems like every night there's something. Mm-hmm. It's you- a little something. Actually, one of my, my kids, when he was in school, his teacher did it that way, and I appreciated it as a parent. I was like, okay, yeah. great. We've got soccer tonight, you know, we can do homework a different night kind of right. thing. So, kind of felt like a good balance. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, you guys have a great day. You, you too, too. Appreciate it. I like that. I mean, you should get a bunch of different viewpoints there, but uh, I'm going with the one with no homework. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that the one teacher said, you know what, eventually they're going to have homework. Might as well prepare them for it. Just maybe not a couple hours a night. It's real life, though. It's real life. You always have stuff to do at night. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, I, I definitely don't sit on the couch and just watch Netflix. Yeah, that's that's not real life, not at all. Just training you for the end, of, for the end, guys. All right. Schmitty's so salty. Yes, she is, and I sit across from her every day, so I get to hear the rants off the air. Those are the good ones about our fellow coworkers. If you think we're talking about you, we are. Uh, it's Mac and Schmitty, and this every Tuesday, an opportunity for Schmitty to get something off her chest. That is bugging her. What do you got for us this week? Well, first, I need to give a shout out to April Butler from Celebration Cinema. We were just talking about this last week. The nightmare that it is on the Beltline. So last... I do it every day. I don't know how you do it. So this is what really bothers me. We're all Christian people in West Michigan. We're good. We give. We're patient. Not on the Beltline. Last week, I am <laughs> going to the t- belt line. on the Beltline. Huh? We're heathens. We're on the belt <laughs> it's the wild, wild west. Of get where you need to go. So you know, um, you take the Michigan left right in front of the mire there at Naps Corner. Yes, I sat in that roundabout for 13 minutes last week, waiting to take a left. To go, what would that be, westbound on the Beltline or whatever? I don't know, compass directions. To come back down if you wanted to go south on the Beltline then? South, there we go, yes. (laughs) There was north and south. What is it, uh, north north by northeast? (laughs) There's this huge construction truck because there's so much construction going on in West Michigan. And he is sitting there and nobody is letting him in. And it's so rude. And you can see him getting frustrated to the point where the light turns red southbound and people just 
just sit right in front of him. Nobody stops and gives him a little way in. There were, what did I count, nine cars backed up in this thing. People started to pull off and just go up to the next Michigan left roundabout thing. It's so frustrating. And this poor guy has places to go. He's got a dump truck with stuff in it. I like how you're sympathizing about another person when in reality, I know you. And I know that you're just behind him going, I can't go anywhere until this. Now it directly affects me. Where's my beep sound effect? Because I'm sure there was a lot of choice words that came out during this whole ordeal. Well, and I gave this one guy who's driving a white SUV, I gave him the look. And I said, that's rude, sir. Because he stopped right in front of the truck. And the guy, I could see his arm just flail out of the window like, man, nobody is letting me in. So I finally pulled out, went up to the next roundabout. And what did I do? Drove southbound, braked, let him in. Oh, you let him in? Yes. Wow. We are good people. You're not going to get anywhere them and and he got all the way over and took a right did he know down was, that. Did he know it was you? He, he knew it was you, me. He knew oh, you were yeah. behind? Yeah, he gave me he gave me the big thumbs up so and I said, were, you know what? Thank you, sir. You were his hero I that was. day. You know what? We don't all wear capes. <laughs> but come on, just be a little more respectful. You know, with the construction here, I always tell people we are our worst selves behind yes! the vehicle. Things yes. that we would... You know, things that we would never say or wish upon somebody else, someone cuts you off and all that's out the window. Right. You know, you're like, I hope that you die in the most unfathomable oh, way it's terrible. Every time. And, you know, it's a, it's, we got to be better about it. I, hey, I let him in. I'm perfectly, I'm great. I'm a good person. You wanted the credit for it. Just admit I'm it. just throwing it out there. <laughs> be nicer. Let construction vehicles in. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. For everything happening in West Michigan and beyond. Wake up with us each morning starting at 6. Star 105.7. This is a topic that rang very, very true to me, Schmitty, because I got to be honest, I am guilty of this. Men, a new survey says, dads specifically hide from their families Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the bathroom. I don't think that's Mm -hmm. news. I don't think that's news to any mom out there. I have nothing to say. I'm, I'm... Left very speechless here because the my irritation level is rising. However, they have quantified it. This new survey says that 45% of dads surveyed said they hide in the bathroom because they don't feel like they get any meat. Oh, time. my God. I'm going to break into that in just a second. But they do say that dads, uh, they found, spend an average of seven hours a year in the bathroom hiding. I'll be honest. That is not accurate. It's way more than that. Hiding. Hiding. Hiding from who? Because I guarantee if that mom sound, is anywhere that else. That voice, that right there is what we're hiding from. The tone you just took, wow. that's what we're hiding wow. from. Right there. That and the shrill screams of our children. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I'm sure, yes, dad's dad's getting served a lot of that. <laughs> what do you think happens if mom tries to hide in the bathroom? Those little fingers are coming under the door. Mom? Mom, got have a snack. Mom, it won't stop touching me. Mom? I can't get the door open. Mom, is this locked? That's true, but that's because I- be so hard for you dads I've to handle. I put down the boundary. The boundary is oh. don't talk to me while I'm in there. There's nothing I find more <laughs> irritating than someone trying to talk to me when I'm in the bathroom. It, it drives me insane. Plus, I'm in there for a reason. I'm hiding from you in the first place. I don't want to talk right now. I just want to look at my phone and read read ESPN. It's like old school if I ever saw my dad taking the paper in there. I'm like, oh, that is off <laughs> That's limits 45 minutes of for this day. a while. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.